0: Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au ...mother of Jesus. Because most people's understanding of Mary is limited to this, that she was a young virgin of impeccable character, chosen to be the mother of the Messiah Jesus. But Mary's a lot more than that. If you read the Scriptures, Mary was more than the mother of Jesus and more than the, the, the one who raised Him. But she was also a follower of Jesus. She was a disciple of Jesus. The Bible specifically says she's in the upper room on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell. Let me read to you from Luke 1:26. This is the beginning of the story, and lots of us will know this part. It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And we all know that part, I guess, or are aware of it. But it goes on and says, When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. So then the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary. What a wonderful thing when God speaks into your life when you would be troubled and says, Don't be afraid. I believe that right now the Holy Spirit is saying to so many people around the world, I know it looks topsy turvy, but don't be afraid because I'm here. The angel said to her, Don't be afraid, you've found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. That means Saviour. As He will be great and He'll be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give Him the throne of His father David. He'll reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of His kingdom, watch this, of His kingdom there will be no end. People have been prophesying and declaring for years that Christianity was finished, that Jesus was irrelevant. Uh, But it still seems to me that around the world, people are still encountering the risen Christ. They are still finding the presence of God and God's strength and power in their life in amazing ways. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have not known a man? The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit, Is going to come on you. Can I just pause there a minute and just say thank God for the wonderful Holy Spirit who's still coming upon people, who still touches our life, who still comes to us, even though you and I may not be married, we may not be in that circumstance. But I thank God for the daily encounters with the Holy Spirit, for the times I hear time and again of how the Holy Spirit has helped somebody, touched somebody, even in services like this without it being the preaching. Maybe it's through the worship or some other thing. But someone encounters God because the Holy Spirit comes on them and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, she's also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Don't you love this? Because God wants to give every single one of us a message. He says, For with God, nothing will be impossible. Yeah. Mary said, Behold, the made servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. What a great response to have in your life to say to God, this time of the year, 2023, God, I, whatever you've got for me, I'm willing to receive that from you. And the angel departed from her. You know, she knew better than most that none of this is her doing. She's troubled by it. She's puzzled by it. She says, how can this even happen? This is not something, some people want to tell you that somehow or other religion is something that you make up or that you subscribe to and it's out of willpower or out of some magic thing or other. But it's nothing like that at all. It's because there is a God who sits outside the realm of this earth, who's chosen to enter the realm of this earth in order to make a difference. She knows better than anyone. It's not her doing. Her goodness hasn't caused it. She understands it's God's doing and it's a plan that she gets to be a part of. Now that much most of us know, but I want to fast forward quickly to one of the first times we see this Mary in a different light. That she's not just this beautiful, pristine, uh, unblemished character woman who somehow or other by her lofty nobleness has gotten chosen. It's more than that. Mary's got a deep understanding of who Jesus is and it changes the way she acts. So John 2, verse 1, on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and His disciples got invited to the wedding and when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to Him, they've got no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. And His mother said to the servants, whatever He says to you, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of the purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. That is a lot of water. Jesus said to them, you filled the water pots with water right up to the brim. And then he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. I don't know about you, I would have done it with my eyes closed. I would have gone, What's going to happen? I pour it out. It's just water. They're going to go buzz off. What are you doing? And they took it though. And when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and he didn't know where it came from, but the servants who'd drawn the water knew, imagine being the person who's the bearer of the miracle. It's not a miracle you're drinking. It's not for them. Lots of us are going to be bearers of miracles for other people. We're going to take something that looks like natural, ordinary stuff to us, just looks like water, but somehow or other between you and the person who needs it, Jesus is going to turn it into something that those people recognise and that those people need. They didn't know about it. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and he said to him this, he said, you know, every man at the beginning puts out the good wine and when the guests have well drunk and their taste buds have gone, then the inferior, you've kept the best wine or the good wine, Until now. Verse 11, you want to remember this one. It says, This beginning of miracles or signs Jesus did at Cana of Galilee, manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After that, he went down to Capernaum, he, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. They didn't stay there many days. Let me give you a couple of quick things that I think show me a different Mary to the one that's on the Christmas cards, the one in the carols. Number one, is that Mary never apologised for making a demand of God. Mary never looked at it and said, well, after all, there's lots of people with more need than us. It's only wine. Well, I don't want to waste the time of Jesus. She doesn't do anything. I think about the number of people I've met who over the years when I've said, would you like prayer? And they've said exactly those phrases to me. Well, there are other people that need it more than I. And I've always said to them, well, God is not like running out of miracles and He's got to somehow rather you know, parcel them out sparingly because after all, He might run out. He's the God of abundance. He's the God of all glory and all power. He's the God who's got a Son whose name is above every other name. He's not running out heaven's storehouse. He's not emptying. You can go and make a demand on God. And you're not wasting His time. Apparently Mary thought running out of wine at a wedding was significant enough to press Jesus for an answer. I think right there is one of the reasons so many of us don't get answers because we don't press Jesus for an answer. We're just kind of content to go, well, I can put up. After all, there's plenty of water. You know, if we run out, so what? It's not that big a deal. And we'll accept the second best. Whereas Mary goes, no, I know who He is. I know what He's able to do. James chapter 4 and verse 2 says, We have not because we ask not. Mary's not going to make that mistake. I love the thought of Mary. Some people will go, well, it's because she was His mum. And how do you say no to your mum? Well, quite frankly, I've said no to my mum more than once. Uh, It wasn't the end of my life. I don't think Jesus did it because she was His mum. I think Jesus did it because she's got a revelation of who He is. I think she knows He's well able. I think she knows that. And she's kind of going, come on, I know you can do it. How many times have you ever prayed? I have many times and said, come on, Lord, I know you can. Come on, Lord, I know you can. I said to someone this week that I got to pray with, I said, you know, I've come to realise that Jesus never, ever asks me to have great faith. He just asks me to use the faith I have. Yeah. So come on, even if, even if you go, I don't have much faith, I'd go use the bit you have. At least step out and pray. At least say, God, come on. God, I'm going to give you opportunity. I'm going to let you demonstrate something great here in this place. So she didn't apologise for making a demand on God. Secondly, she's ready to be a part of the answer. She's not standing back with arms folded saying, well, let's see what He can do. Let's hope. I wonder where this is going to come from. After all, didn't He create the earth out of nothing? You know, well, somehow or other, let's see what He's going to do this time. He doesn't, she doesn't do that. She turns to the disciples, listen to it. She knows something about how God works. She knows that most often God doesn't make something out of nothing. He makes something out of something that's offered. She says to the servants, whatever He says, you do it. Be a part of the miracle. Don't wait to watch. Be a part of the answer, whatever He says. God doesn't often just do it all. He invites us to be partners with Him in this wonderful thing called the Christian life. I'm telling you, if you are not a Christian, you will never go on a bigger adventure in your entire life than the adventure of walking with Jesus every day of your life. You will never go on a bigger adventure. Has everything worked out or has it always been easy? I know I would say no, not at all. But I tell you what, I've been there for some of the greatest moments of my entire life. Ask me the top 20 things that I've ever seen happen in my life. And it won't be seeing the Great Pyramid of Egypt, which I've seen. It won't be the Eiffel Tower or the World Trade Center, seen all those. It won't be graduating from this or that. But I'll tell you what it'll be. It'll be those miraculous moments where Jesus turned up and did something incredible in my life or through my life. And I'm there to say, God, that is incredible. Look what you did. He's wonderful. Here's the third thing that Mary, I think, gets that a lot of people don't get is that there's an expectation for more. There's an expectation of more than this. She's not going like he's a one trick pony. He's a one hit wonder. Well, if I use it up, that one's gone. But rather there's an expectation of more. I think that's why Mary is a disciple of Jesus. She knows that whenever you follow Jesus, the best is always ahead of you. There's always more to come. I don't care how old you are or what you've seen. I still believe with all of my heart that the best days of this church are the ones in front of us. I still believe the best days of my life are the ones ahead of me. They're not the ones behind me. I meet people who look back at yesterday and say, those were the good old days. Well, I just don't subscribe. I think they might have been good days, but the greater days are the ones up ahead. And I love the fact that verse 11 says, this beginning of miracles. You know, there's not one phrase in the entire Bible that ever says this ending of miracles. We're told about the beginning of them, but we're never told they're going to end. Matter of fact, we're told the exact opposite. Jesus said, the works I do, you'll do, and greater than this will you do. And so I just keep on saying, well, Lord, let's see the greater works. Those are the things you did. Lord, open up those doors. I love the Apostle Paul saying, a great and effectual door has been opened under me. He said there are adversaries, there are problems. We're not denying that. But he says there's great things ahead in our life and for our life. There's an expectation. I wanna to say to you this morning, if you are a Jesus follower like Mary, then act boldly. Be ready to do your part and expect even more. Come on, expect even more than what you have. Don't settle for where you are. Don't think, well, it's the end of the year, it's too late. Well, I didn't change this year. I probably won't ever change. I'm getting older. I've still got that problem. Why not start saying today, Lord, I'm going to give You the seed of hope and I'm going to give You the seed of faith for my life. And I'm going to ask You, like Mary, the Jesus follower, I'm going to say, I'm going to act boldly. I'm going to believe bigger. I'm going to act boldly and I'm going to be ready to play my part and I'm going to expect even more in Jesus' name. I love this about Mary. You know, the smart thing, Mary said, whatever He says, do it. Do you know why she could say that? Because that's what Mary did. Mary said, I'll do whatever He says. Mary said, I'm going to follow Jesus. I was thinking about the other day, Mary's the only person there at the birth. She's at the cross. She's at the day of Pentecost. Mary's there for all the big things, not because she's his mum, but because she's become a believer. But you know, Mary walked through doubt. The Bible says at one point that they said to Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside. And what they were saying outside was, we think he's lost his mind. His mum thought that at one point. He's, he's gone over the top. He's gone too far. My mother used to say that, not that there was any equation here, but she used to say that to me, my brother, she used to say, boy, you never know when to stop, do you? And I still think mum's right. I still think I'm, you know, I'll try and carry too many things and drop some of them. And every time I drop them, I think about my mum saying, boy, you always try to do too much. Anyway, I had to get out of that. Nothing to do with anything. But I pray today, listen, hear the words of Mary. If you've been one of those people sitting on the fence about Jesus, saying to yourself, well, you know, it just seems too big or it's too good to be true or I probably would fail. Well, can I just say to you, Jesus will come and help you. The big thing about Jesus that we read in that first passage is that He's called Jesus because He saves. You don't swim out, if you're a lifeguard, you don't swim out to the person with their hand up drowning and saying, I'll rescue you if you can show me your swimming certificate. Because that would make you redundant. The reason you're out there is because they aren't any good at it or they're not good enough. And the reason I need a Saviour is because I'm not good enough at this life. I can't do everything I'm supposed to do in the way I'm supposed to do it. I fail. We all do. The Bible says so. And so I want to commend to you to become the person like Mary who says, I'm going to follow Jesus in my life. Let me pray with you right now, wherever you are. In a minute, I'm going to talk to you about how to say yes to Jesus. And I pray that you will, whether you're online, you're in the building. It's so easy to do, so simple to do. Even the whole thing of Mary and her encounter with the angel. You know, it didn't take that long. But the end of it is the crucial part. The end of it is where Mary says, let it be to me according to Your Word. Can You say that today to Jesus? Lord, You said You'd save me. Let it be according to what You've spoken. I'm not sure my faith's enough. I'm not sure I'm good enough. But Lord, if You say You'll do it, I'm just going to trust You. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank You for today. Thank You, Lord, that You're still doing miracles. The greatest miracle of all, the miracle of salvation, saving a soul the greatest miracle of all, You come inside of our life and we get born again of the Holy Spirit, that our sin is immediately forgiven, all of our past washed away. We have our Name written by You in that book of life carried in eternity in Heaven. So God, we're grateful for that. We're thankful, Lord, for what You've done through Your life and through Your death. And I thank You, Lord, that You are still the Saviour who saves. You're still the Saviour going around through the whole earth. You're not looking for the people that are good enough. You're looking for every person whose heart is open enough. So Father, help us, we pray today in Jesus' Name. Lord, I pray that every single one of us, whether we are reaching out to You for the first time or whether we're here again, saying, Lord, touch me again. Lord, would You help us to be like Mary and act boldly and be ready to play our part and expect even more in Jesus' Name. If you want to say yes to Jesus, I'm going to pray a prayer. I'd love you to make it yours just wherever you are. It's a simple prayer. It's not complicated. You can say it quietly along with me if you want. It's a prayer that says to Jesus, come into my life. Why don't you pray something like this? Lord Jesus, thank You for dying for me. I need You in my life. I'm stepping out to trust You. Please forgive me. I'm reaching to You for my future. I wanna walk with You. Thank You, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. You can look this way for a minute. If you prayed that prayer, maybe for the first time, maybe you only just prayed it in your mind, you might have thought, oh, I'm not gonna say it out loud yet. Why don't you let us know, we get this every single week. I heard only just this week about someone who only recently said yes to Jesus. When I told him about the fact that we wanted to help him walk with God and that we would give him, if he said yes, and I gave him the number, it's up there on the screen for you, 0488 826 392. Or if you want it by email, yes.metrochurch.org.au. You know, this man who's not walked with God in his life and now is in a place of tremendous need and much older, But I told him about it and he kept saying to me, what, for real? He said, you'll just send it to me free. And I said, absolutely. I said, we'll send you a Bible verse and a prayer. You can pray that every single day. And I heard just this week that he's been gathering one of his neighbours and the first thing they do every morning over a cup of coffee is they go and they get their Yes text because it comes at 7am and they get that and they read the Scripture together and then they both pray the prayer. This guy has taken all this on board and has started to walk with Jesus in a very difficult time of life, by the way. Starting to walk with God. Would you send in that YES text? 0488 392. Or go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. It'll be our pleasure to walk with you and encourage you and to help you in the mighty Name of Jesus. Amen. Let's give all those YES texts. They'll come in give them all a big hand, would you? Pastor Bruce, thank you.